You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. Welcome to Ari Snapshots. In this interview, we're catching up with PhD candidate Hira Shawcat. Hira's first paper has just been published in the Agriculture Water Management Journal. It's entitled Quasi-3D Mapping of Soil Moisture in Agricultural Fields Using Electrical Conductivity Sensing. Hira joins us today to provide an insight into her PhD project and what this first paper looks at. How are you going, Hira? I'm very well, thank you, Jess. And uh, thank you for inviting me to share my research with the broader farming community. Thanks, Hira. Now, before we get into the details of this first paper that we've mentioned in the intro there, can you give us a bit of an overview of what you're looking at in your PhD? So, before describing my project, I will try to give some background that why we are doing this. So, as we all know that Western Australia has a rain-fed agriculture. That means our whole cropping system depends on the rain we receive in the whole year. So it is very important for our farmers to know their soil water status because if they know their soil water status in the farm, they can plan their crop cultivation activities accordingly. So generally, farmers use to take a lot of soil samples from their farms and then send them to lab and get their soil information, including soil water. But as we have broad acre cropping system, that means the size of our farms are really big. So this activity is quite laborious and expensive and really time consuming to get the results. So modern geophysical devices have opened an opportunity to get this information relatively quickly. For example, currently neutron probes or neutron moisture meters are being used in the farms to get the spot on soil water information. But the problem with these neutron probes is that they are fixed sensors. So that means when you insert the probe in the soil, they only give the immediate information from their surroundings. And then as a general practice, farmers use a number of those neutron probes and then assume that the information they got from this part of the field is actually valid on the other part of the field as well. But in reality, our farms are very variable. There is a lot of soil variability within the farms and these assumptions are not really valid and they are not very accurate. So my PhD project is actually to build up this gap and um, we are trying to develop a method which is mobile and relatively quicker and we can uh, get an actual soil information from the whole field and then develop a water map that will help the farmer to see their actual soil water status into the whole farms. It's very cool research and really practical. So we're really excited to hear all about it here. Now, this first paper is looking at the 3D mapping of soil moisture. Firstly, you've kind of mentioned it a bit there, but can you go into a little bit more detail about why this is a beneficial measurement to do? So as I described earlier, that how neutron probes are used. So sometimes these probes are used in a line so that farmers can get information of a one line and that line is then modeled or like a general assumption is made mathematically and then the data is replicated on the whole field. So this actually gives like 2D information, like a length and a depth. And this one line information is used for the whole field. But with 3D mapping of the soil water status, we are covering the whole field with for taking the data by using our electromagnetic induction sensor. And uh, in this way, a farmer can... Uh, 
take their actual soil water status information from the farms. All right, that makes sense. Very cool. Now, you've used electrical conductivity sensing to measure soil moisture. How does this actually work and compare to older methodologies? So these electromagnetic sensors or electrical conductivity is not a new thing in Australian agriculture. Uh, these sensors are known as EM38 because EM38 was the first type of sensor which was introduced. But now modern electromagnetic sensors are more efficient and user friendly than EM38. For example, the sensor I used in my studies, uh, it has a number of receiver uh, inserted in it. And that means I can get information at different depths of the soil in a single survey like my sensor you can measure up to 30 centimeter 50 centimeter 80 centimeter and more than one and a half meter in just a single survey uh, while with am38 you couldn't do unless you have to repeat the survey by changing the direction of the instrument and also changing the height of the instrument and um, the working of this instrument is just our high school basic physics so we provide a little electric current to run the process and this electric current generates some waves in the soil these waves depend on the soil conditions and received at the receiver ends of the conductor so the data which is received at the receiver end is actually a collective data of all the soil properties like it is the response of salt in our soils clay in our soils and water in our soils so the next step is actually to extract the water information from that information and for this purpose we have developed a very quick uh, electrical resistivity to soil water calibration equations in the laboratory and those equations are then used on the soil electrical conductivity data and then we can develop our soil water map. Excellent. That sounds awesome. Now, uh, how does this data collection help inform decisions about agricultural practices? I mean, it sounds uh, like the, it's a lot more comprehensive. Like you said, you get details at different depths in a more efficient way. Can you go into how this data collection actually helps with making those decisions that farmers need to make? So Australian agriculture is very good with precision farming. Our farms are big and farmers are able to do some targeted practices in their farm. So when they will have the accurate water information, uh, which is very important for the success of any crop inputs which is added in it, they can plan their all the cultivation practices accurately. For example, if they know that a certain part of the field has higher moisture rate than the other part of the field, they can increase their seed rate at that area and can get better crop in that part of the field and definitely that will increase their yields and similarly like when they are going to apply fertilizer like fertilizers are applied in millions in our crop because it's very expensive and very huge addition so farmers can manage their fertilizer application very effectively like they can increase their fertilizer rate in certain part of the field with high water rate and decrease their fertilizer application in the other part of the field where the water status is fairly low so in this way they can not only improve their economic costing of the whole uh, cultivation practices but they will also reduce their farm waste so very good and obviously uh, being at ARI this work is sort of sitting I guess adjacent to kind of what we do at ARI but Kim Flower who does work within the walls of ARI is one of your supervisors and obviously this work that you're doing you know does impact yield and like you said the fertilizer inputs allows you to be more accurate and so that 
in a farming system sense would have some kind of impact on controlling weeds as well to tie it back to what we do at ARI. Uh, but Hira, how accessible and easy is it for farmers to get this survey work done that you've tested? So according to my research, we did our survey right before the sowing. So it is very I think efficient to get the survey done before your sowing season because the sensor is closest to the soil at that stage. And uh, if you have like a grown crop, like a knee-height crop or something, so you can actually uh, adjust the sensor like above the crop and take this information, but definitely the depths of the sensor will, will change. But these things can be adjusted very easily. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for giving an overview. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention before we wrap things up about your work in this area? We are really looking forward to see the commercial aspects of this technology. And we believe that once we develop the calibration equations of different types of soil textures and different types of soil quality, uh, these calibration equations can be easily used anywhere in the field. And you don't even have to then wait for uh, like uh, getting the some samples and developing those equations. So, yeah, we are looking forward to like make this uh, system more efficient and like user friendly for the farmers very exciting well as always i will put a link to hira's paper in the show notes as well as uh, hira's twitter details if you'd like to follow her work so thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time thank you so much hira thank you jess